Welcome to the real episode 8 of Let's Place. I said episode 8 a lot in the last one because I was tired. Yeah, this that was episode, episode 7. Yeah. This one's just phony. Yeah, counting is hard. Buster. Counting's real hard. Uh, the, the past couple episodes have proven that. It's going to yeah. be very problematic for this list. I have uh, several times it to be corrected by guests when we vote a game down and I try to put it up instead. It's, yeah... Counting's real difficult. I thought you were the boss here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, I am the... Are you not in charge? No, definitely not. <laughs> Who's really in charge here? I think here? the list itself I, I is, yeah. The this, list itself is. This, uh, That's kind of scary, you know. Fate. Or God. Yeah, it's not unscary. So uh, what we're doing here is we are building an objective, unassailably scientific and mathematically perfect ranked list of all video games ever produced and on this episode i am joined with uh i'm gonna say one and a half new guests because one of my guests uh eavesdropped on the first episode uh, i've got uh sam here our uh he used to be a ghost Hello. but he's finally taking corporeal Hello. form after uh, much effort and uh yeah uh, Yes, I've finally taken my corporeal yeah, form here. Yeah. Uh, and we also have a uh, new guest, Lau. Hello, I'm from the distant land of Denmark, where it is currently the middle of the night. Great, awesome. Well, I, maybe you're... Wait, is... I mean, it's not... That's not too far yeah, out I mean, from the States, I'll not... be honest here, buddy. I'm oh, sorry, I thought you meant the distant part. Yeah, you're in the I, early you know, morning, I, I'll, I'll be fascinated early to see morning. how your Denmarkian perspective influences uh, your votes. Yeah, I. Well, yeah, I hope I, not. well that's, that's yeah, why we're having my votes. It would not be objective. That's correct. <laughs> well, no, I, I think the exact opposite. See, we cannot erase our cultural and personal biases, but by constantly rotating out new guests, we can average uh, it out, average it out, and normalize it. So, yeah, this time we're getting perspective of a Denmark man. Well, clearly you don't need to normalize no, anything about me because I'm already perfectly normal. <laughs> is that what Denmark's known for? Just absolute normality? I mean, that's what we would say, yes. Okay, okay. And we the don't standard know. against which all other nations are judged? Yes. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. I mean, we obviously judge people by comparing them to ourselves, but... You'd go even further! Don't America beyond. also compare other people to themselves? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think most countries do. Yes. I, I'm not suggesting you're the best one out there. I'm saying you guys... I've taken the form of, like, the unit. You're the metric unit of national quality. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we might say that Britain is worth, like, 0.8 Nether or Denmark, so you're not from the Netherlands. Those are just different places. Those are different places, yes. Yeah. Netherlands is not in Scandinavia. Yeah. Scandinavia, it is not, my God. Okay, so... Let's just get on with the podcast before yeah, we piss yeah, off of the yeah. Scandinavian Okay, countries. so what games are we ranking today? Uh, well, so we have a list of 35 ranked games so far. I've decided this list has become too long and unwieldy to list the entire thing twice an episode. I will very quickly say our top and bottom five right now, uh, and I'll give the whole list at the end of the show once we've sorted our new games. 
Uh, hold on, I've got a message from someone else who wanted to be in this episode, but I gotta let them know that we've already started. Okay. Uh, pretty soon this episode's gonna justify the hour limit. I mean, it's not a hard limit, it's just sort of worked out that way. Especially when it, now that all these games I'm suggesting with the explicitly long titles to them. I'm hoping you are adding We've already sorted Strong Bad School Game for Attractive People. Anyway. I'm sure we could find something with even longer titles. Well, yeah, I mean, he hasn't suggested the longest titled game on this list so far. Yeah. Oh, I'm saving that for a future episode. Yeah, anyway. uh, Our bottom five right now. Uh, At number 35, we have Online Tennis Manager. At number 34... Uh, we have Desert Speed Trap, starring Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. At number 33, we have Wild Wheels. At number 32, Cherry Moderate. Uh, at number 31, rounding out the bottom five, Scapon. I don't Meanwhile, know any of these. Those sound yeah. like bottomless they must be terrible. games. They're not good. Those all sound like something. A completely game illiterate uncle or well, aunt buy you for Christmas. Uh, Cherry Modern and Escape On are both pornographic in nature, so... Ooh. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, over on the opposite end of the list, we have at number 5, D-Force. Number 4, California Speed. Number 3, Need for Speed Underground. Number 2, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. And number 1, Iron Lord. So, two of the top five games have speed in the title. Yeah. I'm, f- I'm uh, feeling a few biases here coming well, from the guy known on the internet as Speed Racer. That is my internet handle on most online services. I will point out that in spite of my love of the Speed Racer franchise, I don't actually like racing games very much. Uh, that's just the way the cookies crumbled so I suppose far. I'll have to take your word for it. Yeah. Uh, my opinions on the top five list are exactly the same my opinions on the bottom yeah. five. Since I'm objective, and they're all well, same to me. I'm not no, entirely sure that's what objectivity yeah. means. Yeah, I mean, Iron Lord is objectively at yeah, least 34 games means. better than online. It's all the same. No. That's, that's what it means. No, no. So that, let's get to, let, what uh, so the five games well, if they were all the same, wouldn't they all be tied for number one? Exactly. Thank you. Some are more equal than others. All right, okay, yes, on. I can agree with that. <laughs> Uh, the five games we are ranking today are Mania Challenge, Winter Games 1985, General Knowledge for Dummies, which I very much hope is a four dummies game, uh, Special Duel Part 2, and to be clear, that's duel as in, like, two, not as in, like, like duel. And uh, our listener submitted entry is Picross 3D. And, uh, full disclosure, I blatantly stole this idea for this show from another person, uh, probably future guest... Eight episodes in! Yeah, future guest, Jason, uh, probably, if he ever gets around to being on this show. And, uh, as it happens, Picross 3D is one of his favorite games of all time. He's the one that submitted it. And, but if uh, he was here, he would clearly not be objective. Right, if he was here, he would clearly uh, fight and scream until it reached number one, and that's just not how we do things around here. But I am a little concerned about the repercussions uh, once we rate that game, if it does not topple Iron Lord as the number one game of all time. But for now, that's not something we need to worry about. For now, we're just looking at Mania Challenge. Does anyone know anything about Mania Challenge? I googled it and it looks like a wrestling game. 
okay, okay. Uh, this is this YouTube video says it's not get the crowd that arcade informed on wrestling, so we're super objective. Yeah, hold on, I'm trying to find it again now. Uh, I think it's an arcade game. Does that look like what you've got there? Yeah, it says arcade here. Okay. It seems like a yeah. Series. It's it's also so known it's as versus mania enough. challenge. It's successful enough to get at least some sort of repeat. That's interesting because I only have one game listed here that came out in 1986. I have not found this info. Let's see, Mania Challenge 1986. This definitely does look. Oh, I've seen this game before. Yeah. Okay. It's a. It is a wrestling game. It's a. It's weird because it's the perspective looks very much like what you'd see in a modern wrestling game if you've seen any of the recent like WWE games. I have. It's not. that sort of, uh, sort of three fourths angle front like front facing the uh, wrestling ring, but it's all sprite based. Which you know I might argue this is not the best angle to do a two D game at. Um, I am presuming I am not a wrestling fan. Uh, Previous guest Mallory, as we established on her episode, is a wrestling expert, so she'd be a great person to have around for this. But uh, based on how many games I've seen use this exact angle, I'm assuming that a lot of actual footage from wrestling uh, videos is shot at this angle. Just because it comes up constantly. Well, it, it does have a lot of the crowd in the background. That's true. And as we all know, a big part of wrestling is the... just horrible people. They yeah, let me ask you, have, are either of you uh, wrestling States. fans? I know nothing of wrestling. Yeah, I... Well, absolutely not. I know very little, and I feel like growing up, uh, it was very much... I, I was no... I'm no means... You know, I'm, I'm not a man of means or anything. I'm not uh, a hoity-toity rich man, but uh, I feel like wrestling always had a stigma to it uh, where I live, that it was sort of the... Uh, poor people, like sort of trashy people, were into it. I can uh, see that. So it was something that always was kind of like had a weird veneer of like um, grime to it that always kind of has pushed me away from wrestling. Uh, even as I've gotten older and found that you know maybe that's not so true. Well, well, um, we even exposed the giant bomb enough to know that that grime is there, and that's kind of the point. To yeah, say. yeah, I, it just, like... You want a little bit of grime. The wrestling fans I know today are all the kind of people who know full well that it's fake and enjoy it for the... almost the, the campiness of it, uh, rather than, like, engaging in it as though it's an actual... Like, it, I feel like in the 90s, you constantly heard people complaining about how wrestling is fake, and these days it's like, well, of course it's fake, don't be stupid, but it's fun anyway, you know? Yeah, but the 90s are weird because that was kind of the transition between the modern legitimate wrestling and the age of using gimmicks. Now, when you say legitimate wrestling, what do you mean by that? Um, they don't cause permanent harm as much. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. As much? That's, that's as promising. Much. It's like a football in that regard, except more transparent. Le legitimate in the sense that they are... A little more uh, transparent and honest about the way that their their athletes are treated. Legitimate in the sense that they won't send someone out with a razor blade in their mouth to cut up their own forehead to put a little blood on the ring to make it look more uh, enjoyable to. I the thought people. some people still did that. They, they might. I, I don't know. I think they're kind of 
Stamping down that? That I seems think? real dangerous. That just but seems the, like that's featured go... in this game. Yeah, knowing yeah, that that's true. A thing, but do we, we should... do we just rank the game this into... game based on the concept of wrestling? No, of course not. We do need to look at the game specifically. You're absolutely right, and thank you for getting us back on uh, task here. Do we have like a Wikipedia okay. entry or anything to get a sense of what this game's like? I don't know. I just found. Well, this I could go to Wikipedia, video. or we could go to the Arcade Museum. Oh, of course, yeah. Which I only assume is more uh, trustworthy than Wikipedia, because I don't know Wikipedia is not a trustworthy resource uh-huh, uh-huh. for such a highbrow thing like this. So, in the gameplay, use a combination of the punch and kick buttons. It had an eight-way joystick. A variety of wrestling holds and counter holds. Okay. So essentially, it's dive kick. It, it's just it's just dive kick. Okay. Well, I've got some information. Except here. instead of dive, it's yeah. punch. I've got some information here. Mania Challenge is an updated version of Matt Mania, released in 1986, a year after the original. The main difference between it and the original is the addition of a two-player competitive mode. The first player takes control of the main character from the original game, now named Dynamite Tommy. That's a while good the name. second player controls a new character named Hurricane Joe. Also a identically good to Tommy. Name. Yeah. Mania Challenge also features several countering techniques to the player's moveset from Matt Mania, such as countering a headlock with an atomic drop or a suplex, or throwing drop kicks. However, the character roster was reduced to only three opponents in the single-player mode. The Insane Warrior, the Golden Hulk, and the other player controlled by the computer, uh, Dynamite Tommy or Hurricane Joe. Repeating those three opponents in subsequent loops. So it added a versus mode, but it... In doing so, it reduced the uh, robustness of the single player. That sounds very typical yeah. for games adding multiplayer. Yeah, especially from the era that we're looking at here, where they probably didn't have the RAM to have both of those things. Uh, so yeah, I feel like we have a, a pretty. I feel strong like this idea. is at least halfway up the list. It it seems all right uh, as far as determining whether it's halfway up the list. Uh, that's going to depend on whether or not it's better than Koi Koi Shimashu 2 Super Real Hanafuda. I don't know, Lau, what do you think? I mean, I take back what I said. It's just below halfway up the list. <laughs> uh, so, it, what do you think about uh, Super Real Hanafuda places it above this game? Well, it has many more syllables in the title. And a number. That's true. Numbers are, are important. They're very important. Um, uh, okay. You know, that rationale... I, I, You know, okay then. <laughs> I mean, can you argue with that? The, those are both true statements that you said. Uh, it's so successful it warranted a sequel instead of some hack-baked uh, extension adding multiplayer that ruined the game. Well, I... I can't argue with that logic. So, am I hearing two votes for Koi Koi Shimasho 2? Yes. You might just be. Alright, well, I frankly would have voted for Matt Mania. It seems like a much more fun game to play. And you can play it with somebody else, as opposed to Hanafuda, which is a game meant to be played with someone else that you play with a computer. Uh, in that case, then... Yes, but yeah, but you've terrible. clearly performed research, which means that you are biased. <laughs> I I don't know if it was ever the position of this show that knowing things about the topic being discussed constitutes bias. 
Well, fuck uh, it. Either is or is not biased, depending on <laughs> who the guest is that week. All right. Well, Sam, you were around when we first talked about Gods and Heroes Rome Rising, the well, ancient... No, there's a mischievous ghost in the Skype call talking about these kinds of things. Well, yeah, but I we already established... I know what you're talking about. We already established that it was you in your introduction. Shit! Yeah, you can't... You gotta maintain the fiction. Uh, so, yeah, you, you heard us talk about this game, the MMORPG that's now uh, defunct. That was based on ancient Roman mythology. Uh, how do you think right, that compares yes. to Matt Mania? Um, I, I will admit I spent most of that time just thinking about using names for this. You did present a lot of names. I mean, we're using one of the names you suggested. It, this is quite true, yes. Which yeah. I was shamelessly ripped from something else. Oh. And I gotta say, whoever made that banner did it pretty well to the full hearts of Oh, projects. that was me. Yeah, that was really good. well done there. Well yeah, done, Luke. Thank you. Um, yes, I like this logo, uh, too. I'd say that more multiplayer is more better. So okay. I'd, I'd place that MMO above. I would game. say working multiplayer is more better. So I would place Mania Challenge above the Gods and Heroes Rome Rising. Yeah, I would say that uh, Mania Challenge just looks a little more... It both looks simpler and more interesting. It just seems like a more refined product than Gods and Heroes, which seems very... I mean, it's an MMO which have a certain layer of complexity to them that can be off-putting, and I don't see anything... I have not seen anything about Gods and Heroes that was worth uh, going through that complexity to discover. So I'm also going to have to vote for Mania Challenge in this case. I'm going to um, a video on one, this. Two, three, four, five, six, seven... Because arcade games that of that era have a certain level of jank that I am conceptualizing my brain here. So I just want to visualize this in a moving picture of words. They do have a certain level of jank, but sometimes that jank can be entertaining in itself. Too true, yes. Too true. Yeah. So it looks like the next game this compares to is My Frogger Toy Trials, which was a Nintendo DS game based on the Frogger uh, franchise. It uh, had very sort of child-friendly cartoon graphics. It has a panda that wears sunglasses. But mechanically, it really looked not very good. Um, if you think about how you would take Frogger and turn it into anything other than a single-screen arcade game, you can kind of get a sense for what this game is. And it's not the best idea. Uh, but Lau, is that a better or worse idea than Matt Mania? Well... It's a more complicated idea. That's true. I think Mad... Ma Wait, why are you saying Mad Mania? Weren't we talking about Mania Challenge? You're right, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. My meme virus no. has succeeded. No. Just say well, the word a little bit close, but not quite. It ruins <laughs> everything. Let's go with Mania Challenge. Okay, and why is that? It's... Simpler? Okay. I'd... Okay. Yeah, you know, you feel it in your gut. That's that's yes. reasonable. Okay. Uh, and how about you, Sam? Well, I actually just looked up a um, a video of Media Challenge, and it's actually pretty uh, cool. Really? Like, okay. I did not anticipate the animations they had available for that. And oh, you're saying it's, video it's got some good sprite animation? Game. Yeah, My Frogger Toy Trials is not a very exciting property. Yes, I, I have to go with uh, Mania Challenge myself on this one. Uh, the video has made me a believer. I have okay. got 180 degrees on this one. Alright, great. 
Well then, uh, in that case, the next game to compare Mania Challenge to is Jumanji 2006, a minigame collection for the PlayStation 2 based on the 1996 movie Jumanji. Uh, which is to say it is some jungle-themed minigames that uh, say Jumanji on them. I remember liking the Jumanji movie. Okay, and this is maybe not... Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be comparable, for And, er- and yeah. Mario Party had minigames, and everyone loves Mario Party. And this has minigames, so it must be like Mario Party. So Jumanji must be good. Uh, well, you know, far be it for me to argue with uh, that. But Wait, what's the full I mean, title this again? is pure objectivity speaking. Uh, the full title of this game is just Jumanji. Okay. It's not like Jumanji Party Pack or anything. It's just Jumanji. Looking at videos on this is going to be a pain in the half. So I'm automatically yeah. voting this down. What's that? I'm automatically voting this down for oh, difficulty down. of research. Okay, okay. You do not just name things the same as the other thing. you got to have yeah, some I've... extra little subtitle to it. I've, uh, I've got to vote for Mania Challenge. Jumanji was... Supremely well, disappointing. I'm clearly outnumbered. Sure, uh, and that's that's the way this goes. But uh, you know, your your opinion has been filed, and uh, you know anyone who listens to this show will understand that there were minority opinions uh, going on here, and through that they can understand the supreme perfection of this list's ranking process. Anyone who has um, issue with it, let's uh, play please create an account at Penny Arcade, uh, the forms. Uh, please go to Singularity uh, Engine Plus Plus and find yeah, a complaint there in a new thread. Oh boy. That's what we're doing, huh? In a okay. new thread. Specifically a new uh, thread. Why okay. does it have to be a new thread? Because he wants them to get in trouble, I guess. No, so it gets seen. You know how fast the podcast thread goes? We'd never see that complaint. But if it's a new thread, we'll see it as they burn Some of us are actually and crazy and read most of the posts. Really, if you have a complaint, you should probably just tweet at me. That's oh, yes, yeah, so there's Twitter, I suppose. Yeah. Anyhow, the last game we have to compare uh, Mania Challenge to is Mario is Missing, <gasps> the uh, classic geography edutainment game featuring Super Mario characters. Sam, how do you compare these two games? Now, I'm not proud of what I've done as a small child or even a teenager. I will admit I've done things that are not as uh, nice to publishers and developers and creators as I am nowadays. And okay. uh, things like emulation was uh, quite big oh, in my okay, youth. Sure. sure. So when I stumbled across a new Mario game, I thought to myself, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to try something now. We're going to... See these older titles and never had the consoles too, because I never had the original right, Nintendo. Right. Oh, you're right. This wasn't the original yes, Nintendo in addition to the Super. Like I've I've only played the Super no. Nintendo version, but you're right. It was on the NES too. And um, I forgot about that because of its deception. I'm not sure whether to vote it up or down. Uh, wait, what is it being oh, compared to again? Uh, Matt Mania Challenge. Wait, what do you mean deception? I mean, the title is Mayo is Missing. Is Mayo well, not missing? He is missing. That part's not a deception. I think it's more the uh, the presentation of it being a Mario game. 
Well, it clearly well, it says Mayo it. is missing, so Mayo would not be in now, it. Now, mind you, around you know? this age time, uh, the prevalence of Mario doing sports and menial tasks it was not as popular as it is nowadays. Uh, this is kind yeah. of before that star became a really big thing. It, it seemed like a really novel idea where it's, like, oh man, a game all about Luigi and he's got to save Mario. And then you boot it up and it's just a terrible edutainment game. Well, the year for Luigi had not yet arrived, and it clearly it's suffered for it. It was yeah. clearly premature on that front. I will agree. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so, which way are you voting, Sam? I, I, I suppose I'll have to vote for the educational game, uh, just to make up my crimes against society for pirating my youth. Oh, I see. So, for the moral reason, okay. I must vote for okay. Mario is missing on this one. Pirating your youth. That is a poetic statement. Boy, oh boy. Anyway, uh, Lau, how do you I think? go with Mania Challenge. You go with Mania Challenge. Alright, so it's down to me to decide. Uh, Mario is Missing is not a good game. And Mania Challenge seems like it's pretty alright. Um, frankly, I'm still surprised it lost to the Hanafuda game. Uh, so I, I'm going to have to vote for it over Mario is Missing. So we have a game sorted. That's one down, four to go. So our next We're game on this list them out. is Winter Games. And uh, as you might expect, there are a lot of different games named Winter Games. This one was released in 1985. Is it the one for the Commodore 64? I believe so, yeah. let me. Do I found a YouTube that. video. Alright, great. Oh, you can't prepare. Check well this done, out. sir. Yeah, you did. Well, I... I came with Google. <laughs> and it comes with a song. Wait, that, that sounds wrong. Okay, uh, I would say for 1985, these graphics seem pretty good. Yeah. You know, just some simple... Like, they have like a very simple 8-bit sprite animation of uh, somebody lighting the Olympic torch. You can pick, it looks like, from nine countries. The options here are USA, France, Great Britain, USSR, Canada, Mexico, Japan... Netherlands and Epics. And not Switzerland. I don't... Bottom I... of the list. Or de- I, I assume Epics might be the, the developer? developer of the game. Yeah, I think it must be. So I think that's wait a second. Was this game their way of declaring sovereignty? <laughs> Was this a secession from whatever country Epics is based in? Because if so Oh, there's more countries. He's scrolling. Now yeah, so West Germany. Oh boy, this was in a time when there was a oh, West man. Germany. Okay. Uh, well, Austria, yeah, Italy, Spain, this Denmark. Might be more historical. This your might be more educational country. than yeah. Mario is missing. It actually might be. <laughs> Especially to a modern child. I'm seeing ski jumping in this. Yeah, Australia, Norway, Ireland, Brazil. And that's it. So, 17 countries and then the sovereign nation of epics. Uh... So yeah, it looks like there's just some simple sort of mini-games based on Olympic winter games. Uh, yeah, you got ski jumping, I'm seeing target Ooh, the shooting. ski shooting. Yeah, some kind of shooting game. Let's see, looks like cross-country skiing. I think that's part of the ski shooting Oh, event. that's the thing where you have to like ski around and then shoot targets. Yeah, 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 I've seen that. I before. don't know much about sports, but I know now, that's a thing. I'm noticing yeah, in the right, GUI right. there is a pulse meter. Now, I can only assume if you get that too high and you mess up, you get a heart attack on the spot and die in the mountain. 
That was your logical yeah, conclusion so, on this one. In which case. That is the only reason that would be there, yes. Yeah, looks like we've got uh, speed skating and figure skating. So, it, it's hard to say, you know, how well this game, like, plays, but it seems like it represents a pretty... It is wide... certainly ambitious for its time. Yeah, I, this seems like a fairly decent Winter Olympics game to me. Oh, you've got, uh, what's that called? Tobogganing? Like, the speed sledding thing? Not tobogganing. What's that called? Bobsled? Bobsled, there we go. Yeah, like, in the, they're in a tube and they're just racing around. Yes, that's Bobsled. It, it looks reminiscent, actually, of the bonus levels from Sonic the Hedgehog 2, where you're dodging the, like, mines to get the Oh, yeah, it does. Levels. Yeah. That's all like Yeah. so let's see here. What are we comparing this to? We have thirty six games, which means we need a random choice. Uh Lau, how do you think this compares to Mania Challenge, the game we just ranked? I mean it is it has more and Mole is, in this case, better. Okay, yeah. That's reasonable. That's reasonable. Uh, Sam, what do you think? Automatically, I vote things down if they have no way of differentiating themselves. This is just the winter games. I could be any winter games. Uh, Right. It doesn't even say winter Olympic games. They probably couldn't get the right to the word Olympics. If you're playing jacks on the schoolyard in the wintertime, for all we know. So that's Normally, I would put it down. That's true. But that would not be a winter game. That would be a game in the it's winter. Technically, a winter game. <laughs> I don't think any game is a winter any game, game just be a because winter it's game. played in Put the your winter. Mind to it, your heart to it, and your snow to it. Uh, uh, wow. so normally, I'd be voting it down, but it does have the game company announcing themselves as a sovereign nation. That's very and not true. Not many games can boast that. Yeah, I don't think any other games can. Yeah, um, hmm. Yeah, Mania Challenge, I'm turned around on, but I, I, I gotta vote for this one. It's got too much chutzpah to not. Okay, so, oh, so that's two votes for uh, Winter Games, so I was leaning towards voting toward Mania Challenge just because it seemed like a, maybe a slightly deeper game, but... Uh, yeah, if if that's the way we're voting here, then that's the way we're voting. Winter Games goes up to the top half of the list, which means we need another random number here. And we are comparing it to Busy Scissors, the Nintendo DS and Wii haircutting game. Uh, sort of similarly, this is a minigame collection, but instead of being focused on uh, winter sports, this is based on cutting and styling hair. So, Sam, how do you think those two games uh, stack up to one another? Well, I'll have to do some minor research here. Um, I could look up the Wikipedia, or I could watch the Game Grumps video on it. There is a so Game Grumps episode on Busy Scissors. I'm going to check out whole call and just watch this for the next 20 minutes. All right, while well, you do that, Lau, how do you think these two games compare? Well, when did this Busy Scissors game come out? Uh, it would have been in the late 2000s. I'm not sure the exact date. I can get it for you. Let's see. Busy Scissors. Haircutting and styling video game. Uh, I'm having a hard time finding it. it. I don't think it's a very well-known game. Oh, it's not a very well-known game, no. Let's see. I think Release... I will go with the Winter Games. It okay, seems and... more ambitious for its time. Okay. 
That that seems reasonable. Um, busy scissors doesn't seem especially ambitious, Rudstein. That's true. And I accomplished what it attempted to do. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have Sam, have finished scrubbing the video, and it appears that this game is ninety percent menus and only ten percent actual gameplay. Now, okay, Winter Games actually does that wonderful uh-huh. thing of early games where you just pick a country, you're in it, you're good to go, you're starting. So I have That's to vote up just for that for uh, respecting my time. Okay, so that is a uh, one vote in each direction. It's down to me to break the tie, and I'll actually say Wait, that. What's that? You voted for... Didn't we both vote for Winter Games? Oh, I know, you both voted for Winter Games, didn't you? Ah, you... Yeah, that's true. Okay, never mind. Uh, In that case, I'll offer a quick minority opinion that, uh, as we've established, there's a lot of Olympic Winter Games. As far as I know, there's only one game about cutting hair. I'm sure we could find another. When it comes up, it'll be objectively voted as better than this one, and this will sort itself out in time. Okay, I I am unaware of any other hair-cutting game. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, but for now, uh, Winter Games moves up. So now it is compared to... Is that correct? Yes, it's compared to D-Force, a Super Nintendo scrolling shoot-em-up. Uh, Lau, how do you think these compare? D-Force is a game where you control a an apparently sentient robot helicopter and you bomb the ever-loving shit out of the Middle East. I think D-Force has a lot going for it. Okay. I mean, I'm looking it up on Wikipedia, and it has game start, shooting mode, and exploration mode. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Winter Games can compete with that. Yeah, I'm voting for D-Force. Okay, you're voting for D-Force. Sam, how about you? I-, I will say the political situation in both games is equally questionable. Equally. Okay, that's... I'll give you that, definitely. Um, hmm... How many shumps do you have in this list so far? Uh, I believe just D-Force. I see. As far as shumps go, this isn't the best example Wait, of it. Is that uh, how you pronounce it? Mm. I would normally say shmup. Yeah. Hmm. I wasn't going to call him out on it, but yeah. But I did. <laughs> yes, you did. That's what you have guessed for, isn't it? Of course. People that can just call people out with no accountability? Yeah. Uh, allow? Have you already given uh, your vote? Yeah, he voted. Yeah, for I voted D-Force. for defaults. Well, I guess the Olympics stops here. I'm voting for defaults as well. Ah, fascinating. Uh, I am also going to vote for defaults. Not that it matters. It is uh, unanimous. I, I'm just anticipating that this list is going to be like a quarter shumps once Toho gets involved. Oh, yeah, I mean, we haven't gotten any Toho games yet. It's gonna be a quarter shumps. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we now have uh, a comparison against International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. This is a Konami-published game, a uh, soccer game for the Super Nintendo. It was developed by the company that would go on to make um, Star Wars Battle Squadron, I think that's the name of it. Uh, as well as Lair for the PlayStation 3. Uh, it was very popular in its time. Uh, it seems like we certainly have not ranked any other Super Nintendo, uh, soccer games, but the popular opinion seems to be this is one of the better ones, if not the best one. Uh, it particularly had a following in South America, where in several countries they hacked the ROM of it to replace the teams on the cartridge with the local teams of their countries. 
so, uh, Lau, you're a European, so unlike us... Well, actually, I don't know if Sam's American or not. I don't know what country he lives in. Uh, Ghostistan? Sam, where do you live? Ghostistan. It's football, though, popular in Ghostistan. Okay, I'm gonna, just going to assume you're American, then. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, so, there you're... ghosts outside of America, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm well... from a Christian heaven, though, so from America, yes. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh... So, Lau, you're the only one here who gives two fucks about soccer, so I'll start Well, I'm you. one of the few unusual... I like that you didn't ask how I feel about soccer. Don't give just, a fuck are you about American? Football. You don't care. You're not wrong. But yeah, if you're I, American, you observing. don't care. If well, you're not I, American, I do, you do. That's I do care enough to insist on calling it football. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but I, at the very least, you surely have more of an opinion on soccer than either of us. Well, since this game does not call it football, I'm going... I can't good conscience vote for it and i'll vote for the winter games okay okay and despite the fact you just said you don't care enough to insist it be called football no i i i, I can't just enough to insist that it is called football okay okay that is okay. the only thing about it i care fair enough fair enough all right so that's one vote for the winter games uh, sam uh what about you yeah sure i'll, I'll give into that one uh, another vote for the winter games on this one all right, I would have voted for Superstar Soccer, but uh, fair enough. Uh, once again, the lack of multiculturalism fails this, even though it was probably called football in non-American countries. Well, oh well. In some ways, uh, having a diverse cast will help out this uh, spread, and in some ways, having an undiverse cast will in some ways balance it out as well. <laughs> so... The last game that Winter Games has to compare itself to is Bionic Commando 2009, the uh, quote-unquote gritty reboot of the Bionic Commando franchise, notably containing a plot twist where your sick robo-arms-slash-grappling-hook contains the soul of your dead wife. Sam, it's kind of uh, weird. It's a little weird. Uh, Despite Sam, this weirdness. It is oh, a very so, sick oh, hey, if you, you gotta say. Listen, if I was going to start with Sam this time, but if you have opinions, by all means. Well, I have questionable opinions, and I'm kind of biased, and I kind of love Bionic Commando. Okay, have you played Bionic Commando? I have the... played Bionic Commando very much. Okay, it seems like um, anyone I would des- the show... I would kind of describe it like Spider-Man with guns. Okay, that sounds alright. swinging is right. really fun. Yeah, pretty much everyone we've had on the show that actually played it has said that it's kind of underrated and got a lot more, got a lot of undue shit thrown its way. Yeah, so I'm voting for Bionic Commando. Now, okay. I must argue, okay. uh, you say it's a little weird that his arm is his wife. I must question you to say if you were unmarried and had a chance to marry this arm, would you not also marry it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would marry that. I would too. I don't yes. think it's yeah. that weird at all. In fact, I don't have any reference to the wife before. I do not wish to uh, disparage how she looked before, but I don't think she could compete with just how hot this arm looks right now. So I'm gonna have to do it by command on this one. Not weird at all, no all right, sir. Well, well, uh, I'm just not gonna touch any of that, and we'll just uh, go ahead and slot Winter Games right in here. Right beneath Bionic Commando, right above International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. I will say I appreciate that it's got less of a mouthful of a name than International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. That may or may not have gone to my Uh, So next. Next on our list, we have General Knowledge for Dummies, which I believe I saw was a Nintendo DS game. That's what I'm seeing on these covers that came up. Yeah, does this look like... I haven't 
quite gotten it yet. Uh, okay, so this is a game based on the Four Dummies series of books, which is fascinating. I, I now I'm really deeply interested in what on earth this game could possibly uh, be. I wonder if John Bomb knows anything. Yeah, because I'm not getting like a Wikipedia page. Let's try. Uh, let's try Giant Bomb. Huh. And about them, there's always Moby Doesn't... games. Jump Bump does not seem to have a page for it. Really? We found a game that their expansive wiki has now, nothing the about. the name, General Knowledge for Dummies, seems so generic you could never uh -huh. possibly search it up. But pending game, or 3DS, or any other thing to it makes right, it I, less I got... specific. Yeah. I, I got box art for it, but that's all i If you just search up General Knowledge for Dummies, you get more than trying to be more specific, which... Defies all general knowledge. Yeah. That's true. Let's see, I'm on Moby Games now. General knowledge for dummies. I don't even find that game. I find a bunch of different other stuff. Alright, let's try uvlist.net. No way, love. That's where this no list way, is sourced it's... from. Surely they have it. General knowledge for dummies. Do, do, do. We are loading... Oh, here we go. Yeah, General Knowledge for Dummies. They do have an entry on it. This has no information Wonderful. beyond the name. I found a... You can buy a copy with a French cover on the UK well, Amazon. here's the beauty of okay. the game. Okay. There is no General Knowledge on it. To get this General Knowledge, you'll need the game. <laughs> oh, Bullseye. man. So you're saying it's like a... It lives up to its title? It is a meta Ouroboros of a game that uh, really questions the really nature questions of knowledge. questions the nature of games and education and... Uh, Apparently oh there are multiple editions of it because this boy, one oh boy. says second edition on the cover. Okay. I'm not going to consider that a sequel. I'm just going to consider that a... Just another edition, maybe with some corrections. Much like an actual if book. If we start to consider other edition sequels, we'll give the publishing industry the... We'll make them the winners. And we cannot allow this to happen. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, given that, given the information we have on this game, Lau, how do you think it uh, uh, compares to Koi Koi Shimasho 2 Super Real Hanafuda? Uh... I know more about... I don't really know anything about Hanafuda, but I think I know more about it than the general knowledge for dummies. Yeah. yeah. So I'm intrigued by the general knowledge for dummies and will rank it above Koi Koi Shimasho 2 Super Real Hanafuda. <laughs> okay, then. I was, that was a quick swerve at the end there. I am Sam, how are you voting? Yeah, I gotta keep you guessing. Translate the name of this game for me. Hold on. Uh... Koi Koi is like what you say when you like you have built a hand in Hanafuda. Hanafuda is like a card game. It seems like vaguely similar mm. to poker. I, I don't know see. what Shimasho means. I did not know it was anything about it other than it being a card game, I think. Yeah. It's not played with normal playing cards as we know them. They're like other different cards with pictures on them. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like, from what we saw, it looks like sort of the hands you build in Hanafuda the pictures on the cards actually combine to make bigger pictures, and that's how you know that it's a complete hand. Hmm. Which is kind of cool. Now, the question is... 
Can I change my vote? Now that I know that, I think the Hanafuda Now the question is, okay. does General Knowledge right. Dummies contain information on Hanafuda? If it does, that would clearly be wow, the winner since almost... it contains the other game already, but I severely doubt this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to... Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, would say that... Uh, none of... We didn't know about Hanafuda, so I don't know if I would call it General <laughs> Knowledge... I would argue that Hanafuda would constitute general knowledge in Japan, but it's pretty specialized knowledge in America when mm. this game was published. So it's a... So, I do not believe that there's any information on Hanafuda. In which case... And unfortunately, we have no real Hanafuda way of knowing. Hanafuda then has yeah. bested the general knowledge by being general knowledge it does not have. As my vote goes to Hanafuda. Right. Okay, then. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to vote for it, too, because I suspect this isn't even a game. I think it might just be, like, a very crappy encyclopedia. That's my guess at this point. Um, Did you not have that moment as a little child when you cracked open your first encyclopedia and the world opened before you? Yeah, but, like, Wikipedia exists now. I'd like a virtual encyclopedia for kids. Roll a die. kind of neat. Okay, so the next game we are comparing this to is City Racer. This is a racing game that released on the GameCube and uh, some other platforms. Uh, It is most notable for just being painfully generic. The most interesting thing about it is you can use one of the the new models of, like, the VW Bug, which, you know, there was already Beetle Adventure Racing, so whatever, who cares? Uh, there's really nothing to say about it. If you've played a racing game, then you understand everything about City Racer. Uh, what we saw, one person who rated it highly said that it's not a very deep game, but that helps it be a little more accessible to newcomers, but, uh, yeah, Sam, how do you think it compares to, uh, general knowledge for dummies? Uh, I I will admit I'm not much for the racing genre, much like you. Um... Uh The idea of an introductory game, though, I really appreciate it, because I do recognize there are a lot of genres I do not know, and yeah. being able to access them very easily is something very much appreciated, especially in a world where one of the most popular games is Dota, which is explicitly as not approachable as possible. Uh, so I have to go with City Racer, just have my own heart. All right, Lau, what do you think? Well, what could be more approachable than general knowledge for dummies? Ah, damn, you have me general there. knowledge for dummies. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm gonna have to agree with that logic and give the vote to uh, to general knowledge, which means that now it goes up against. Let's see here: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four. Oh boy, it's going up against one of these dudes. It's going up against our old standby, Aruberia Noatome. A visual novel never released in America for the PC and PlayStation, uh, based on a manga which uh, was so unpopular that it's never even been fan-translated and pirated uh, into English. Until now. Until this 3DS game. General knowledge for dummies. Bringing general knowledge of obscure mangas no one ever bothered to translate. I think you might have misspelled. Only in addition to. Non additional. This Japanese title in your list because Google corrected me when I searched for it. Really? Why don't you do a search real quick in my uh, master list here? Aruba. Well, I don't know if maybe a source was incorrect. I just. Well, sure. 
No Atome. I just know this came up when I click Google's correction. Uh, let me take a look. And this this matches the description. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That is the game. Yes, that is Aruberi and No Atome. Now, I maintain yes. my same stance from before. If there's general knowledge that this game does not have, it means that that general knowledge has won! And that that game okay. does not have it. So, I'd have to vote for however this is pronounced. Okay. I'm not even going to attempt uh... it, because I know I'd butcher it. Alright. Sam had an excellent argument just there. So I will also vote for Aruberia no Otome. Okay, I will also vote for Aruberia no Otome. Um, You're a braver man than me, Lau. Braver man than me. (laughs) So let's see, what does that put it up against? Oh, joy. We now have to compare general knowledge for dummies to Elsa Dentist, a Flash game uh, that seems to uh, illegitimately use the... Prop- the property frozen from Walt Disney, uh, wherein you are uh, performing dentistry on Queen Elsa, the you know one of the heroes from that film. Uh, she is not anesthetized. She is staring at you with tears streaming down her face the entire time. Her mouth uh, looks like a the site of a plane crash. Every one of her teeth is covered in. Uh, dirt and blood, and some of them are cracked and broken, and some of them are blackened. Uh, it is a deeply disturbing game that is, for some reason, marketed to young girls. Uh, Lau, how do you think that fares well, against general knowledge for dummies? Dentistry is already an unpleasant experience, and what you described just makes it even more unpleasant. Yeah. yeah. I think general knowledge wins here. Okay, okay. I have not seen anything from general knowledge that would make it outright unpleasant. Oh, okay. Sam? What platform is that on? Uh, you can, it's browser-based. You can go play so it right now. So there are Flash games in this list, is what you're saying. Uh, it has games. game in its name. Yeah, it's a video Flash game. Flash game. Ah, fuck, man. This, this is not going to get finished, if that is the case. I don't know what you're talking about. We'll be done before the end of the year. I mean, it, it, you're not wrong. Because the world's not going to exist by the end of the year. Maybe due to oh. this list. I cannot say for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, would general knowledge include dentistry? I would Even the so. most basic scraps of dentistry means that general knowledge wins this one. I can't verify. Okay. We're just guessing. At least in passing, the it's implied of that dentistry, dentistry exists. is general knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is... Two votes for general knowledge. Uh, I think I would have to have given it to Elsa Dentist. Uh, the, the only reason this game is so high is because uh, looking at it through one lens, it's a horrifying piece of manipulative nonsense that seems to be incredibly tone deaf while trying to pry some kind of, I guess, advertising revenue on the basis that girls want this. But on the other hand, it seems weirdly avant-garde and... Uh, it's disturbing in a way that you've never been disturbed before, and there's something worth praising in that, but uh, that doesn't matter. General knowledge has taken it, which means that the last comparison that it has is against My Frogger Toy Trials, which we've uh, discussed previously. Uh, the, the, I, I, uh, I'm sorry to eject. Let's jump in a little bit ahead. I'm just wondering if the uh, gl- glamour of being avant-garde is going to stick around when you get to the Frozen C-section game. 
Uh, you know, that's a question we'll have to answer when the time comes. I volunteer myself to not be the host on that one. All right. I can't but, believe... I mean, yeah. I've heard of the existence of that, and you just yeah. reminded me of it, and yeah. I'm yeah, sad. Shared in the we'll rank it one day. Yep. So, uh, Sam, for now, though, how do you think uh, General Knowledge for Dummies compares to My Frogger Toy Trials? Now... We can assume that there's some general knowledge of dentistry in that somewhere. I'm assuming it has no knowledge on frogs. Just frogs never hinted at, never mentioned, mm, just never really I, touched on in a general knowledge game. Is what I'm assuming here. I would guess that. I would guess a little bit of frogs. Never. At, at, never once. Okay, if you're so sure. I have to go with frog on this one because it wins. Alright then. Uh, Lau. Uh, even if it has mentions of frogs... I don't think it would have mentions of Frogger. So yeah, that's getting a little outside of general knowledge. I'd actually I think, think Frogger, Frogger wins. Maybe mentioned more than actual frogs. Also, Frogger led much much later led to the existence of Crossy Road, even if this particular Frogger game didn't. Right, right. They are somewhat related. And that's true. That's true. And Crossy Road's a wonderful title. Okay, that means we are on to our fourth game here. This uh, episode looks like it's going to be running a little long. Which one uh, isn't? We have special... Which one what? isn't? Well, most of them only go an hour. We I could get we'll through this fast, no problem. Probably an hour twenty. Okay, uh, we have Special Duel Part 2. Uh, I believe this is an arcade game, but that's all I know about it. Special Duel Part 2. Let's see I had see to here. put the name in quote to find anything is related to it. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's from oh, I'm 79. Sorry, it's, the word dual here is D-U-A-L, not D-U-E-L. That changes a lot of this Google search. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on uh, coinop.org, which I will note as an ad for investing in gold coins, um, which seems both like a very strange piece of cross-promotion and a perfect Wait, one. I'm just gold, seeing gold an ad coins? for Guild Wars 2, so I think your ad experience is more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Let's see here. Game details, no info. Great. I found an ad. You'll thrill all the way to the tank. Big box, little box, and monsters challenge refueling. Three to six spaceships seek mothership. Monsters attack from all directions. Can't refuel while maneuvering. 19 inch upright monitor. Six skill level. Wait. That's not for this game at all. What am I saying? That's <laughs> for a completely yeah, different cost? game. Yeah. I know it's, it's Cyber Monday right now. How much does that cost? Um, I, I think he means it's an old advertisement. I don't think he... Yeah, it's, it's for an arcade cabinet. It doesn't have a price. It, it's just the realm of the coin, though. Yeah. And um, it's called Enigma 2. Looking for hot deals. I'm not getting them here. Oh, wow. I am finding surprising little information on this. It's... Here it is in a list of all arcade games, so that's something. Uh, so, we don't know anything about it other than it exists. Yeah, we have... Well, you can surprise and get a lot from yeah, this. No, but that, that, that wasn't actually about that game. It turned out it was something this website thought maybe was for that game, but it was for <laughs> something completely different. Hold on, social dual. Okay, wait, that. I've got one little type of information. It was made by Sega. I mean, yeah, that's okay. Yes, I found that. Oh, that changed everything. In 1979. Sega Retro. Hold on. Special Duel 2 Sega Retro is a Japanese tabletop arcade game, arcade cabinet containing head-on 2 and Invinco. 
Hold on a second. This isn't a game, it's a collection of games. We will be ranking Head on 2 and Invinco separately at a later date. This game is cast out. It is disqualified. Fuck you, Special Duel Part 2. We're randomizing and picking a new one. Right now? Should I clap to add in the sound effect for this? No, we're just doing it live. We're doing it live! Number 60,000... No. God. Hold on, I put one too many zeros in. Luke, you didn't send me this part of the script before the show. <laughs> I don't know what 4, to say here. That's Luke, this four, isn't zero, in the script. Four, eight. You were American giving a Turbo script? American Turbo King. Supercar Trans Am, Supercar Trans Am. A 1989 for the ZX Spectrum. American Turbo King. That's a cool name. I'd like to be an American Turbo King. Yeah, this one has. I would, I would like up. to be a Danish Super Turbo King. Yeah. Super. Supports Defender Light Gun. Supports Magnum Light Wait, it's got Hazor. a light gun? Appeared on site. This. For Supercar Trans Am. Yeah, they're, they're the so same game. Here. It was released under two different names. Yes, yeah, so uh, additional info supports Defender Light Gun and Magnum wow. Light Phaser. Apparently, there's some light gun. Wow, fascinating. A game. car game where you have a light gun sounds like pretty good. Oh, here we go. Here's a that YouTube review. Let me just uh, scrub through this real quick. Uh, what? How does this thing use a light gun? I'm seeing like it's a top down view of a car what driving. If you shoot where you want to drive. Straight up. Oh, maybe that's what you do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the car can shoot bullets. That sounds like such a modern indie like... game. Oh, you have a gun that yeah. controls where a car drives. It's a massive. It looks like the car genres. can shoot baseballs out of the front of it. And you blow up other cars on the on the road. It looks like you're driving on a beach. There's all, like, umbrellas and stuff. Uh Oh, there are, like, rocks everywhere, but they have no collision map. You can just sort of drive it through them without anything happening. I know, despite that, I think I might and be this sold. Year's How do we Dare. know this is Your not the greatest game ever? driving game and light yeah, gun I'm, game. I'm still unclear where the light gun comes in. The comment specifically says, uh, light gun game written by Codemasters. This oh, dang, on level 2, there's the airplanes gun. dropping bombs on you while you drive through the forest. <gasps> well, could you give me the full title again? Uh, American Turbo King. Oh, okay. These cars that you're blowing up look like they have the peace sign drawn on their roofs? <clears throat> I'm a little so unfair. you're saying you blow up hippies? It looks like you blow up uh, street racing hippies. In your flying car. So, <laughs> and a light so, gun yeah, is again, somehow involved. I'm pretty sure this has to be the greatest game ever. This seems pretty alright to me, actually. Uh, it looks... For... For a completely sprite-based game and not complex sprites on top of that, it doesn't have the best frame rate. Oh. So that's an issue. But uh, besides that, this seems Oh, that's okay. a bummer. Yeah. This can only be the second best game ever. Yeah. So let's let's take a look here. Uh, let's see. How many games do we have ranked? We have 38 ranked, which means we need a coin toss... Oops, I still have it set to pick between 1 and 100,000. That's not what we want. We want between 1 and 2. And we have a 1. So, we are comparing it to 
Koi Koi Shimashu 2, Super Real Hanafuda. Lao, how do you think these two games uh, compare? Well, I already said that American Turbo King has to be the second best game ever, so... You, yeah, that's I told you, you compared to the number one game, I will vote in favor of American Turbo King. Okay, I will uh, just I will skip asking this your discussion opinion then. Yeah, I'll just... Me and Sam will just chat until then. Uh, Sam... Delightful. How do you uh, how do you vote here? Well, I mean, I I want to have a conversation here. I want to build rapport. You know, just want to chat for a little bit. Well, we're fun, already you know? at the hour mark, so uh, American Turbo. All right then, then. let's uh, <laughs> move this up. Let's see. So then we've got eighteen games. So I, mean, I can let's... still cut cut in with comments. Oh, of course, really of course, no problem. Uh, all right. So the next game to compare it to is Rocket Robot on Wheels. This is a game where you play as a Robot, uh, who's like a robotic unicycle, sort of. Wait, did we just lose somebody? I heard Skype ding. Uh, no, yeah, I'm still like... here. Oh, and wait. We lost Duke. We lost, oh. uh, Sam. Sam. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna drop the call real quick, see if I can't get him back. Just keep your recording going, and I'll right. call right back. Um, we're doing, this is what happens when you record things live. Uh, this isn't live. Good thing we're not broadcasting this. Yeah, it's pre-recorded. Yeah, we're having a hard time. Yeah, he's gone. Okay, well. Uh, well it's just the two of us, then. It's just the two of us, I suppose. So let's hope that we don't have any uh, any possible, you know, How will conflicts. we do the tiebreakers? Well, let's see. How can we simulate Sam's vote? I would say that Sam is a maverick. He's a rogue kind of personality. I think it is completely fair to decide his votes by coin flip, because... I think his uh, his capricious whim is so uh, unpredictable that it may as well be completely random. I cannot argue with that. Okay. In that case, uh, like I said, we have Rocket Robot on Wheels, a game about a robot uh, rocket-powered unicycle that explores a an amusement park and uh, you know just goes around the different areas of the park and. You know the details, I already gave my position. Oh yeah, I, I know you it would be, I know your position. Oh, uh, you're providing information for the listeners. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Context. Of course. Um, this game is essentially uh, in the same vein as like Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, it was published by Ubisoft and developed by Sucker Punch, the team that would go on to make Sly Cooper and Infamous. And uh, now I know, I know that you've decided that this game loses to... American Turbo King, but you get to ride a motor, a flying motorcycle with bat wings in Rocket Robot on Wheels. I mean, that's also pretty cool. Yeah. But it doesn't quite match the things you described about American Turbo King. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, neither game looks like it's a technical, uh, super high accomplishment. I think blowing up hippies with baseballs in your flying car while dodging uh, you know bombs dropped by airplanes sounds okay. Yeah, I think I gotta give it there. Which means oh! Screw oh, you Sam, you're back! There. I'm back! Oh, great, you're back! Uh, uh, screw to, uh, you, Sam, back to the world of the dead. Okay, well we we both voted for American Turbo King over Rocket Robot on Wheels, so Fair enough. it doesn't matter what your vote is. Uh, so if we flip a coin here Next game to compare it to is number four, California Speed, a, a previous holder of the title of greatest game of all time. Uh, how, we far, how far it has fallen? It's fallen three spaces. How far it has fallen? 
Yeah, three. Uh, Sam, how do you think it compares? This is another game where you drive cars, and while you can drive a forklift and a semi truck, you don't get to shoot f uh, baseballs at drift racing hippies. Um. Well, California Speed does not sound like a Lunum Dare submission, uh, so has that going against it. However, uh -huh. I, I really appreciate the gag of it being in the like the top five or top ten. It's a top game of all time. Well, listen, hold on a second. This is not a gag. This is serious business. I mean, gags cannot be objective. Gags have to be funny. Funny is not objective. Uh, listen, Whether something is funny is very subjective. It's a little bit more fun than science. A lot of people don't get that. Wait, what? Uh, a lot of people <laughs> just don't get that. Um, Am I having a stroke? Uh, so, are you voting for California Speed? <sighs> No, I'm going for Lunum I think if Dare anyone game. is going to have a stroke, it'll be the people listening to this. Alright. And we know that, uh, Lau, you're voting for, uh, for American Turbo King. I cannot uh, back I, I, that. I'll vote for yeah. it as long as we get the full title on the list. Supercar Trans Am American Turbo King by Virgin uh, Massatronics. Yeah. Uh, well, Surely so... the, the developer is not part of the title. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't see why not. They made it. They should get recognition well, for the game. If we are placing it above California Speed, then we're in some trouble, boys, because now the game to compare to is Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Ooh. Uh, a very well-renowned, super-loved and famous first-person shooter. It's basically defined the modern first-person shooter. Uh, basically, every multiplayer uh, competitive game released since it has uh, based its high-level design off of Call of Duty 4. Uh, it is a, a just absolute monster in its field. So, well, apparently Lau is still voting for... Well, let's, let's, let's ask some questions. Okay. Do you drive on a beach in Call of Duty 4? Uh, well, I actually don't know. I haven't played it. I can imagine there being a beach map and... There's probably at least one jeep or something you now, can drive. What is your in. definition of okay. a beach? How far inland uh, does that extend? That's true. That's Would a, good a desert count as a sort of glorified beach, very far away from the coast? <laughs> no, it does not. What is a desert but a beach without exactly, water? Exactly. Yes, and I know for a fact that in a lot what of these games you do drive in Middle Eastern countries, notably near deserts. In a roundabout way, okay, it has exactly you, what you're looking for. Do you fire for. baseballs from your car at hippies? No, you fire bullets from your gun at uh, jihadists, I think. Whoever the boogie man was back in those years. Yeah. Really, it's just changing with the times. Uh-huh. So, what do you think? Honestly, Call of Duty 4 is just a remake of this game in a modern audience. <laughs> And I have to vote no. for the more modern, more cultured current version of it. Oh, okay. Thank God. Okay. I was real worried there for a second. Wow, how are you voting? I can't back down. You can, though. I'm learning That's a lot about this podcast European is politics about. right uh, in this call. I placed my you know, opinion. I, said I can't replace it. I said at the beginning that I wanted you to bring a unique Denmarkian perspective to this list, and it seems like that's exactly what you're doing. So that leaves prefer it, calling it Danish. Yeah, that that leaves it. Well, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, that leaves it down to me. Uh, and yeah, listen, 
This is no Iron Lord. I cannot place this game above Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. I will agree with you that the description of fly around in a car and throw baseballs at hippies and get bombed by helicopters sounds rad. This game does not maybe execute on that dream as well as you would want it to. I was... I really wanted to dream so. Now, I know. Ha- I, know. I have to look this up. Has anyone hacked Call uh-huh. of Duty to work with a light gun? <sighs> I'm a social boy, oh boy, I don't know. But uh, for now, I, I've got to... It would not Call surprise me if there's a Wii version of Call of Duty. Oh, yeah, there is a Wii version of Call of Duty. A lot of them got Wii Oh, okay, versions. yeah, okay. Yeah, then I'm firm with my vote on this one, then. Yeah, yeah, I, I've got... I can understand your argument. Which means the last game to compare uh, American Turbo King 2 is Need for Speed Underground. Uh, this was... The entry in the Need for Speed franchise that uh, really made drifting a major part of the game. Uh, there's a whole drift mode in it. Uh, it also brought like a lot of like customization stuff. It's all about like street racing and that kind of Do thing. Do you drive around in a West Underground network of caves? Uh, no, unfortunately, no. That's a real missed opportunity. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um... But uh, you do get to drift a lot, and there's no drifting in American Turbo King. So I'm uh, torn because I do enjoy a good drift. Right. So Lau, how, have you cha- have you been swayed? I've been swayed by the power of the drift. Oh yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sam, what do you think? I'm gonna let you vote on this first okay. look. Partially because you've been voting last this whole Well, yeah, I'm the host. Oh, you have your time in the spotlight. Because you clearly don't have it enough. <laughs> and, um, clearly I'm desperate for attention. I have a attention. dark confession to so make on this one. But I'll let you go for All right, yeah. Um, I will say that uh, I, I agree. Uh, I think Need for Speed Underground lets you drift. And that's real important. And again, you know what? If someone were to remake American Turbo King in the Need for Speed engine, I would be blown away by that game. But that's not what's happened here. So uh, I've got to give it to Need for Speed. So uh, at that point, uh, it is decided where this game goes. But Sam, if you'd like, you can certainly offer a minority opinion on why American Turbo King belongs above Need for Speed Underground. Well, here's my dark secret. Okay. I'm compromised. I have played this game. You played American you... Turbo King? No, no, Need for Speed Underground. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I was real excited for a second. Vote on this. I'm compromised. I was real excited for a second. <laughs> so I, I, I cannot vote on this one. I'm compromised. But if I were to vote, it would be for Need for Speed Underground. Okay. Because it is okay. a game I have played physically in my hands. All right. Well, that decides it. American Turbo King goes just below Need for Speed. It is uh, the number four game of all time. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, I I I can't believe we've done this. Well. We're doing such important work. We really are. You do realize one of these episodes, someone's going to be a saboteur and just try to sabotage this list. Yeah, Shane was on the podcast a few episodes ago. Oh, that explain it. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think Iron Lord's doing in the number one spot? <laughs> I, I don't know why you're questioning this. It's very clearly where it needs to be. It's clearly the best game ever. Yeah. Uh, but again, that's the, that's the important part of rotating the guests out. We need to get... Iron a... Lord is not only the Lord yeah. of Iron, it is also the Lord of Games. Yeah. At least so far. Maybe this last game we have will topple it, though. We are now looking at Picross 3D. 
So I believe this was a DS game or is it a 3DS game? Looks like a DS game. DS. Okay. So I know that this is very popular. I actually don't know much about it other than as a puzzle game. And I know it's it's something like it's... I think it's sort of like a crossword type thing. Well, it's... Like, you fill out a picture mm-hmm. based on numbers. Right. That's regular Picross. I don't... Let's see. Uh, really well, Picross presents 3D. a rectangular grid of squares, which must be filled in to create a picture. Picross 3D uses a rectangular prism made up of smaller cubes that must be chipped away in order to construct an image in three dimensions. Okay. Each row or column has at most one number corresponding to it, and many do not have any numbers at all. The number indicates how many cubes the row column should contain when the picture is complete. If a number has a circle around it, it means that while the number of cubes is the total number in the row or column, it'll be split into two groups. This sounds like a difficult thing to explain. I bet if you played it, it'd come across pretty intuitively, though. Just look up Picross and it explains everything. Like, we've okay. all probably played Picross at one point of our lives as a bored, like, school child. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like I said, this is a little difficult to understand intuitively, but I, I get the basic idea. It's it's a number-based puzzle game, um, almost sort of like Sudoku, S- Sudoku. Uh, but the advantage is when you complete the puzzle, you have a cool 3D picture done. Like, on the box art, they're making a cute puppy. Uh, and you don't make no cute puppies in Sudoku, I'll tell you that much. I, I will admit that Picross is, uh, one of those games that, uh, it's a puzzle around very basic pictures. And, uh, right. the pictures in most cases are so vague, they could be anything. Oh, it's a baseball. Oh, okay. Yeah, sometimes sure, you can sure. only recognize okay. what it's supposed it's a dog. to be after being told. That's a very creative interpretation of a dog, but sure. And for yeah, tell, PD that... does not fix this at all. Oh, see, I would disagree. I'd say P- Picross 3D looking at it, the combination of the fact that it's a three-dimensional image and it's, uh has color and, like, you know, art uh, attached to it, and it's not just, you know, flat-colored cubes gives it much more character than that. So I, I would disagree with you. I think it's it's a little more clear well, what kind of picture you're making. I'm with you on the color aspect, absolutely. It makes it very, very clear. I'm just saying the 3D aspect it, it maintains that same issue as with the 2D version of the game. In that, mm. I, until the entire thing is together, it could be anything. And even when it is together, it could be anything. Well, hmm, okay. I, I almost wonder if that's not... It sounds to me like you want your partial idea of the picture to, like, give you hints on how to complete the puzzle. And I'm wondering if maybe that's not the idea. I mean, that's probably not in the spirit of the game, probably, yeah. but... I think in Picross, you only... The versions of Picross that enhance the picture only do so when you've fully completed it. Now, oh, I, I will admit, my okay. uh, younger sister, currently teaching English in Japan, uh, is a big fan of these things. So I've seen the whole spectrum of the mosaics of beautiful, <coughs> beautiful Picross games. She has completed like uh-huh. a thousand by a thousand grids or something ridiculous. Oh, I see. And the tiny little thing she just does in her lunch break. Uh-huh. And the tiny little things just, they, they, they never make any sense. My God. Well. So I'm a little biased on this one. Okay. Uh, right out of the gate. Okay. Well, well, let's see what we're doing. Oh, you can also download additional puzzles over the internet. That's cool. And create your own puzzles to share with friends. That's really cool, actually. That is. My 3DS Wi-Fi does not work! Yeah. Sour subject. Well, 
Well, you rate... should blame your router again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Let's see. So we're looking at position number twenty. But Sam, surely you at least think it's better than Koi Koi Shimasho Two Super Real Hanafuda. It does have more replayability. Yeah. I will grant you that. Okay. I have no idea what Hanafuda is, but I, I, I'm pretty sure it's more replayable. Okay. Okay. So are you? Is it a vote for Picross? That's my vote for Picross. All right, uh, Lau. Why don't we hear you first, Luke? Okay, I'll say that Super Real Hanafuda looks essentially like video poker. It looks like a way just to get money out of you. The only piece of charm to the game at all is the anime art on it, which just doesn't go that far with me. And, Are you uh, saying you're not a big fan of the animes? I'm saying that doesn't... You gotta do more than just have generic anime drawings on your game to to catch my attention. Well, it depends on the artist who made it and just how stylized it is. A one a um one punch man Hanafuda game. Alright. It'd be pretty dope. That's true. That's true. Um, that would be much higher on the list. But that's but not what Koi Koi Shimasha 2 has to offer. Exactly. Uh, yes. Yeah, and I would say uh, I've said this time and time again with this game, that um the joy of these kind of card games is using them as a tool of social interaction. And removing that social interaction just makes the game dull and pointless to me. So I have to vote for Picross 3D over that. I just want to also mention, you explained that Hanafuda involves creating pictures, and Picross and Picross 3D also involves creating pictures. That's but true. Picross 3D has you creating 3D pictures, which is obviously better. That's true. That's true. As a whole additional dimension. Yeah. A, a decisive opinion that will be coming up along this list, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Unless we suddenly forget about that piece of opinion immediately after this. Yeah. But I don't uh, see that happening. Alright, well, uh, that sounds to me like a unanimous vote for Picross 3D, which means it's time to compare it to Rocket Robot on Wheels. Uh, Sam, you were disconnected from the call when I explained this game, so let's start with you. What do you think of this game? Um, uh, uh, immediately, a very cool-sounding game to it. Yeah. A rocket on the wheels. Got a cool name, definitely, definitely. Well, uh, uh, looking this up, first one is JoJo's World, uh, which immediately reminds me of other kinds of anime that exist in the world. Yeah. Which makes me assume this is only a um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure type game. No. Which sounds amazing. I gotta vote for it. Alright, fair enough. Wow, how about you? Well, why would you put wheels on a rocket? It's a rocket. It's okay. It's got propulsion from being a rocket. Well, I mean, That's wheels just... are usually friction reducers more than a source of propulsion. Either way, I just a rocket on wheels defeats the purpose. Let's okay. We could... Let's stop mentioning it and just I'll vote for Picross 3D. Okay, uh, <laughs> I will also vote for Picross 3D. Rocket seems fine, but. Uh... Picross 3D just seems like it has a very concentrated idea of exactly what it wants to be, and it executes on it. Uh, whereas Rocket just seems, it's a little derivative, it's a little, the textures are muddy, it could be better than what it is. And I don't know what Picross 3D could be. Now, I, I, I will admit, I've done some basic think, research by actually a watching sequel. this video. And it looks yeah. like a sort of uh, Nintendo 64 era collect all type game. That's exactly what it is, yeah. As a little kid, I I, I like those games. I like oh, I did too. I did too. So it it it, it, it is just a primal urge in me. 
So I'm glad I made the right vote, if maybe on the wrong premise. Yeah. I just okay. want to point out that they're making a Picross 3D too, so clearly someone thinks they can improve it. Yeah, they're making it. like a Pokemon-themed one. No, that's a regular Pokemon Picross, but there's a game call out coming out just called Picross 3D 2. Wait, seriously? I didn't know about that. I think it's only announced for Japan. But uh, Picross 3D already has downloadable levels. Technically unlimited levels. What could two possibly... Well, actually, like? the Nintendo Wi-Fi connection is now shut down. Oh. So... Wow. It no longer has downloadable levels. It is no longer infinite. Yeah, it used to be, but then it was constrained. Mm, that's gonna cause some difficulty for this list. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, apparently it's already out in Japan. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get to it when we get to it. We'll get to it we'll when we get to it. We'll burn that bridge when you get to it. In the meantime, Lau, how do you think it compares to California Speed? Well... I think going fast is very important. Okay, yeah. And yeah. I don't know how quickly I could complete a Picross puzzle. So I think going fast wins. Okay. In, which, in a... which case, I mean California speed. Right, right. Just to question that and just, you know, get a stronger sense of your opinion. Um, what about the idea that you can challenge yourself to do Picrosses faster and faster and get better at them and earn that speed as opposed to California speed, oh. which just gives it to you? What's better? The, the speed being Oh, you're right. I do also being... enjoy the idea of the speed run. Of Picross 3D. Speedrunning Picross puzzles. Yeah. Yes. Also, if you already know the puzzle, isn't that just cheating? Uh, well, that's that's a philosophical question only you can really answer. That's a heavy, that's a big responsibility. Yeah. I'm not ready for this sort of thing. Okay. It's probably a question too big for one day for a night like. So tonight. you are you? I ha I have to. I have to abstain from judging this comparison. Really? I, I simply Wait, cannot have, do it. Has there been okay. an abstaining before? There are, this is the first time anyone's abstained. A, a notable, notable right here. Wow, okay. Uh, a new Sam, first for the Sam, Let's if Place we don't podcast. come to a conclusion, this is going to reach deadlock. Well, Luke, what if I have to tell you that I abstain as well? From not voting! <laughs> Is California speed okay. all the way? Oh no! Because I'm voting for Picross 3D oh, no. on the oh, same no. basis. I think California Speed could be a better racing game. I don't think Picross 3D could be a better Picross game. Wow! Well, is there anything we can do to to convince you to vote? Because this is a crisis. Let me look up well, Picross 3D. Let's see what's improving. Now, if it if it fixes some of these glaring issues and makes it makes me aware that these developers are aware of these issues and are working on them, so let's see what they have. Let's see what changes. But wouldn't that just con contribute to our ratings of Picross 3D2 when we get to well, it? I would say I so. Well, I look yeah. at things in the broad context of not only the single game but the series as a whole and how it's influenced games in general, as with Call of Duty 4. Um, a, a part of it was how it influenced how games are done. So that's definitely part of the judging process. Oh shit, Picross 3D 2 has Amiibo support. And oh shit. Since, Pic since Picross 3D led to that, then we have to vote for Picross. Well, I don't know about Sam, but I have to yeah, vote. Yeah, if you're changing your vote, I'm changing my vote too. I unabstain. 
I'm voting for Picross 3D. I vote the and I vote for Picross 3D. Wow, okay, on the basis that its sequel will have Amiibo support. It's very yes. recent than some of the reasons used in previous episodes. It it retroactively makes Picross 3D a better game. What, what okay. Because Picross 3D does not have Amiibo support. Alright. Uh, well, in that case... For the uh, record, I would like to state I do not own any Amiibos. I probably won't ever. Yeah. I own I have bought Amiibos as gifts for family members, but I do not own any myself. I own every Super Smash Brothers Amiibo release to date, which is almost all of them. Even the exclusive ones? That's kind of scary. Uh Wow. Yeah. I I have them arranged in the order that they show up on the character roster in the game. Nice. Okay, that's that's very scary. You should post a picture of that. That sounds neat. I have a picture of it. I can share nice. it with you. Uh, I'm only, they, they the only ones they haven't made are for the DLC characters. So, which those are coming anyway. Back to the topic at hand. Uh, if it's better than California Speed, is it also better than Need for Speed Underground? Lau, I mean, we uh, I established earlier that we like I like drifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I like drifting enough that okay, Pitcross 3D might not beat it. Okay. Alright, so that's a vote for Need for Speed. Uh, Sam? Wouldn't this just undo the previous round of voting right there? What do you mean? No, 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 that'll, then it'll compare it to American Turbo King. Oh, okay. Oh, that'd be a real nightmare if that were to come up. Yeah. Um, let's see, is there any sequels to Need for Speed that would have Amiibo support? No, it's a multi-platform game. I don't really think they make them for Nintendo platforms anymore, even. Hmm, that that really muddles the water, doesn't it? I'll have to have faith that in future episodes, uh, things work out a bit better, but for now, I have to vote for Need for Speed on this one. Need for Speed? Okay. So, I'm trying to imagine what the puzzle equivalent of drifting would be. And it's difficult to map a three-dimensional puzzle of number cubes to a car. Um, I don't know if such a thing exists. In which case, Picross 3D has got to lose to Need for Speed Underground. I just don't see any other way. What if it's a Picross image of a car mid-drift? Oh, shit! Oh, shit! Motherfucker! And it's 3D, too. You can have a this 3D is... car drifting through 3D space. You, have, you just flipped the tables on us. Oh, my God! The, the, the limitless potential. Is there nothing Picross 3D cannot do? No, because you can make your own puzzles. Okay, I've got to give it to Picross 3D. Yeah, Picross 3D. We're going to run into a lot of trouble when Minecraft gets on this list. I'll just say oh, that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, Minecraft... That's a discussion for another a lot of later people, date, yes. There are a lot of people who would argue Minecraft belongs very high on a list like this, so that's Are you fine. saying you wouldn't? Well... That's we'll argument for a later it. date. That's argument for a later date. This has already run long. Uh, so now we have to compare it to Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Uh, now, hear me out here. Okay. A Picross 3D image uh, of an American soldier in the Middle okay. East... Uh, fighting insurgents for the freedom of that country and all countries around it. Now, here's my concern. I don't know how many cubes you can use in your custom Picross puzzles. Mm-hmm. I have doubts that you can render uh, such a thing in Picross I mean, 3D. What if you could do it across multiple puzzles? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, d- I certainly think you could probably 
uh, make like a bullet. That would definitely be doable. Maybe a grenade. Maybe a grenade, even. Yeah, yeah. Can you make an exploding grenade? Uh, I, I, I probably I, could. I doubt they have that fidelity. I think just an I would, inert grenade. I would have to say, my my feeling is to give it to Call of Duty on the basis that these are both excellent games, absolute top of their own genres. But Call of Duty Four has had massive impact on its genre. Every game copies it now, even outside its genre. Uh, Picross 3D just has not had the same level of influence. It's a great game, but it's it's self-contained. There's no, it's closed its own loop, you know. Whereas Call of Duty no. continues, we, we're still feeling the uh, the echoes of it today. Now, here's my question. Yes, but Pick Picross 3D did not influence as much because everyone know it was the peak. It was the pinnacle of perfection. Right. Now, it, Meanwhile, they kept iterating on Call of Duty because everyone believed we could do better than this. Well, we do know yeah, there's going to be a Picross 3D too. It's not the peak because yeah. it can be iterated on with Amiibo yeah, support. It looks like the primary benefit of, in addition to Amiibo support, Picross 3D two allows um, for cubes to actually be sloped edges instead of just cubes, which allows for more complex shapes. Wait, okay, so you're ruining my argument. You're saying Picross 3D was not, in fact, the peak. No. That's exactly what I'm doing, yeah. Well, that's what I, I was I, doing, I do think... but Luke is supporting me here in this episode. Well, it was... Okay, let me correct what I said. It, okay. it was a lot closer to the peak. It took so long before people figured out how to improve upon it. That's true, but I don't know It was people... so close to perfection. I feel like the Call of Duty 4 sequels have not been about improving it so much as people are demanding more and they have to tweak it to justify it as a new product. Now, Lau, I, I, I have to pose this question. What is closer to Picross 3D2? Picross 3D or Call of Duty 4? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Picross 3D would now, be closer. I, I can't necessarily follow you on this one. Because uh, as we just established, and we already established that Picross 3D can potentially create Call of Duty. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't. I mean, there's no. So wouldn't that? But would. Oh, so you're saying that because around, Picross 3D too could create Call of Duty in greater fidelity, it is closer to Call of Duty than Picross yeah, 3D. Exactly. The fidelity issue. But could. Wait a second. Could Picross 3D too have a puzzle? That is a Picross 3D puzzle inside of it. Like, that's the solution. Like, I would hope so. I'm talking about recursive puzzles. Well, we will not know until it gets translated. Puzzles Only the Japanese know at this point. Well, in that case, I think we just need to decide here and now. I would argue that Sam. Call of Duty 4 uh, is closer to Picross 3D 2 than Picross 3D 1. So my vote goes to Call okay. of Duty 4. Okay, Lau. Well, well, he's got me there. He, I cannot argue with that. He has All right. irrefutable evidence that Call of Duty 4 is better than Picross 3D. But not necessarily Picross okay. 3D 2. But we'll get to that bridge when you get to it. I, I will agree. Uh, I will vote for Call of Duty 4 on the basis that it's a fucking shooter! And this is a piece of shit little puzzle game for the DS, you maniac! Come <laughs> Why are you so aggressive? Get a genre Luke? profile, man. God. Fucking Call of Duty Four. 
What's wrong are you with saying you? I see some inherent bias. Are in you the saying you right like here. the Kawadunis? Anyway, our list now is forty games strong, and as long as this episode's been going, I'm gonna make it longer by reading this list. Oh God. We have at number forty, online tennis right manager. Number, th- yeah. Number thirty-nine, Desert Speed Trap, starring Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. Number thirty-eight, Wild Wheels. Number thirty-seven, Cherry Moderate. Number thirty-six, Scapon. Number thirty-five, Arnhem, the Market Garden Operation. Number thirty-four, Alpha Prime. Number thirty-three, Yonku, Tough the Truck. Number thirty-two, Gods and Heroes, Rome Rising. Number thirty-one, City Racer. Number thirty, Warlords, nineteen ninety. Number twenty-nine, Elsa Dentist. Number twenty-eight, General Knowledge for Dummies. Number twenty-seven, My Frogger Toy Trials. Number twenty-six, Arubaria Noah Tome. Number twenty-five, Leisure Suit Larry Magna Cum Laude. Number twenty-four, Jumanji two thousand six. Number twenty-three, Mario is Missing. Number twenty-two, Mania Challenge. Number twenty-one, Koi Koi Shimasho Two Super Real Hanafuda. Number twenty, Things Bounce Back or Thing Bounces Back. Number nineteen, Mac Ninja. Number 18, Yokoyama Mitsutero Sangokushi. Number 17, Space Farmers. Number 16, Starship Chameleon. Number 15, Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People. Number 14, IL-2 Sturmovic. Number 13, Busy Scissors. Number 12, Suzumiya Haruhi no Tomodai. Number 11, Rocket Robot on Wheels. Number 10, International Superstar Deluxe. Number 9, Winter Games 1985. Number 8, Bionic Commando 2009. Number 7, D-Force. Number 6, California Speed. Number 5, American Turbo King. Number 4, Need for Speed Underground. Number 3, Picross 3D. Number 2, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. And number 1, the greatest game of all time, Iron Lord. Greatest game now and forever, for all time. Yeah. So, that is Let the Let it never be changed. It's perfect, as it is, but it must be added to. It must be made more perfect and more perfecter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's if, see If here. one perfection is good, then two perfections must be better. Absolutely. So I have checked, and as of uh, this recording, the uh, podcast Let's Place is now available on iTunes. So I would ask you to please subscribe and uh, also rate and review us. Uh, try to rank us amidst all of your favorite podcasts, maybe. Uh, oh, but only if we're gonna be near the top. Um, the podcast mega list uh, is gonna be. Are you saying horrific. that should be a let's play horrific. spinoff centered around ranking the podcast? No, I'm asking the the listeners of the podcast to rank the podcast. But should they make a podcast out of it? If they'd like to, I would. Certainly the meta opportunities to it. here, if that podcast is also on yeah. the list, are astonishing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Lau, are there any Twitter accounts you want people to follow, or anything, any well, Kickstarters you want them to I have a to? Twitter account, I don't particularly care if people follow it, but it is at Peewee. Okay, I'll Noted. let people figure out how to spell that. Sure. Uh, Sam, what about you? Anything you want people uh, to talk about? On a moral character part, I refuse social media. And if you'd like to join me on my quest okay. to destroy social media, you can contact me at... You just want to give you, like, your address, maybe? Or your phone number? Um, hmm. That's, that probably wouldn't work out. Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there are uh, reasons to yeah. believe that it would not uh, be advisable. Hmm. 
support La Milana 2 on Kickstarter. It's really quite neat. All right, sounds good. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at SSJSpeedRacer. You can follow my porn Tumblr at womenoffantasticalsizes.tumblr.com. You can follow my regular Tumblr at gamesfromscratch.tumblr.com. And you can follow my joke Twitter, erotica underscore txt, where I post real quotes and excerpts from erotic stories from around the internet. Let's close out with a quote right now. I pushed myself away from Barbara, and in doing so, made contact with a vagina shielded by flannel. That's going to do it for us this week. See you next time on Let's Place. My God, what have we done? I thought I told you not to, but you have.